Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, whatever it may be for you. My name is Caitlin Unland, and I am your host of your favorite podcast, also known as Be That Girl. So it's, oh my God, Lua just came up next to me and literally laid her, you probably just heard her breathe. She just laid her head right in my hand and went to sleep. I love her so much. Anyway, it's been a couple of weeks since I put out an episode, which I do greatly apologize for, but my life has been getting extra crazy lately. These past few years, I have, I haven't really talked about this much on here. I probably will at some point. But I've struggled a lot just like money-wise, budgeting, getting my life off the ground, all that stuff. Um, I was laid off for over a year during COVID. But recently, the good Lord Jesus Christ has been opening up a lot of doors for me and hooking me up with a lot of new opportunities. Sorry, I had to take some water. My, My allergies are real bad, so my throat's. Which I could not be more thankful for, but the more opportunities that I get, obviously that means the less time I have for myself. So it has truly been a struggle to just kind of like find time to sit down and reflect on things that have happened in my life recently that I think are kind of worthy of speaking on here on this podcast. But I did have one thing from over the summer that I have not yet discussed with you guys that I think would be not only a like great story for you guys to hear, but also just like a great lesson. And that is all about red flags. So before I get into this, don't get this topic confused with like the most recent episode before this one. That was all about like asking for signs or ignoring signs that you're given when it comes to like a relationship that you're already in or like a decision that you've already made in your life, you know? What we're going to talk about today is with red flags is when those alarms that go off in your head when something is wrong, when you're at first either getting to know someone romantic or platonically, maybe interviewing for a job or literally just any time that like a red flag goes off in your head and is like, okay, maybe this road that I'm about to take is not the right road for me. You know what I mean? My main point with this week's episode that I want you all to get is this. One red flag is all you need, okay? You don't need to sit around and give someone that stupid three strike rule. You don't need to turn a blind eye because maybe you're quote unquote overreacting or you think you're getting older and you're running out of time or you're jumping to conclusions. One red flag is enough of a reason for you to walk away and I'm going to tell you why. That red flag, if you choose to ignore it, could spiral and build into something worse and worse if you don't nip it in the bud when you see it the first time. Red flags are a sign that is literally telling you in your face, run. So we're going to talk about why you should run. I'm going to kind of walk you guys through a dating situation that happened to me over the summer that really taught me this lesson, and then we'll dissect it a little bit, you know, once I'm done. So I despise dating apps. If you know me, you know that I literally, I can't stand them. I don't really believe in them, but at the same time, I also do believe in them because, you know, you've seen like stories of how they have been successful. Like it's, I don't know, I go back and forth each day. I have a different thought on dating apps, but that's a story for a different day. Um, 
that is actually going to be the topic of next week's episode. So make sure you come back for that talk because I will have a whole year full about it. (laughs) Anyway, even though I have this hatred for dating apps, every once in a while when I am super bored, I'll download Hinge just for some entertainment. So this was, I think this was in July, I'm pretty sure, or like end of June, sometime around then. This was one of those times anyway. So I start, I download Hinge, I start talking to a guy on there, let's call him Matt. It takes a lot for me to like men because I'm pretty picky. (laughs) So I start talking to Matt and I'm like, wait, I kind of like really like this dude. So we start texting, we start FaceTiming for like hours, which if you know me personally, you know that I cannot be bothered with talking on the phone. I hate it. I think it's stupid. I will talk to you for a minute or two, like get to the point of what we really needed to discuss. Then after that, okay, bye. I'll just text you. (laughs) So that was how I knew that I was actually feeling him when I was willing to take his calls and just talk for like minutes, hours on end, hours on end. So he's a bit, ooh, head yawn, yawn. He's a bit older than me. He's 32, right? I'm 25, about to be 26 in two weeks, actually. On October 16th, don't y'all forget it, it is a national holiday. But anyway, he's a little bit older and he had a kid. Neither of those two factors bother me. I personally don't want my own kids. So like kind of being a stepmom would be like the best of both worlds to me. Like I would still get to have an influence on a young human being while not actually having to give birth and raise my own children, you know? And then with him being older, I'm very aware that men mature a lot slower than women. So I was like, oh, maybe we'll actually be on like the same mental level because I'm pretty mature for my age. Anywho, I was wrong. This man was immature as shit. I didn't know that at the time. If you follow me on TikTok, then you've heard some of this story already, but I'm going to get deep into it today and go through step-by-step what happened. So we texted, we talked on the phone for like a week or two, maybe. Honestly, I don't remember how long it was, but finally he was like, meet me out for a coffee. We're smoothie today. And I was like, okay, let's do it. I'm down. I was excited. I wanted to meet him. But let me preface this with, this was during the work week, okay? It was midday too. It was over the summer, which was why I was off work, but he still had to work. I knew when I met up there with him that he was still like going to have to work. But with it being his idea, I assumed that like I would still have most of his attention, right? Like it was during lunchtime. Well, I was wrong. So I meet him at this little juice bar. He pays for my smoothie. We sit down to talk. The entire time I was talking, he would be like checking his computer. He, I don't think he ever once looked me in the eye. He was like looking around, just like not giving me any sort of full attention. He would check his phone. I don't know. When I go on dates, I put my phone face down. Because, like, that's respectful. Don't get me wrong. Like, I understood that this man was technically still working. If he would have just checked his computer here and there, like, I completely get it. But it was literally the entire time. I don't even know if he remembers one thing that I told him the whole time. (laughs) Like, why even um, invite me out at that point, you know? And not just that, but every time he spoke, if I wasn't giving him my full undivided attention, he would literally stop talking and wait till I was fully paying attention to him. So after the date we left, he texted me, said he had a good time, all that good stuff. I was low-key, kind of rubbed the wrong way, I'm not going to lie, but I was like, you know, maybe he was just a little bit weird since it was the first date. So point number one, don't give someone the benefit of doubt just because it was like the first date or your first time meeting them. I know a lot of times, us women especially, like we want to see the best in people, we tend to try and make excuses for them, but if someone is lacking lacking basic human respect even the first time you meet them that disrespect will only continue to get worse as time goes on like obviously there's exceptions if it's something small like maybe he was extra quiet because like okay he was shy or he was nervous but like 
ignoring you, making himself seem bigger or more important than you, like at that point, that's just disrespect and it's enough, enough of a reason to walk away right then and there. But in this case, I did not. So we continued to talk for a while and he was like, I want to take you out to like a real dinner date this week. And I was like, okay, let's go get sushi. You pick the place and I'll meet you there. So he picked the place. He picked the time. Oh, wait, before I actually get to the date part, let me say he changed the time for the date three times and he picked the original time, but he just kept saying he got quote unquote caught up with other stuff and would push it back. Immediate red flag. But nevertheless, I went. So I meet him there and he was waiting outside and I walk up and he says to me, I don't know if this place is going to work. And I was like, okay, like why did something happen? And he said, well, when I walked in, she was seating someone else, but she wouldn't even stop to say hello to me. I had to take like a little bit of a pause because like I was a host when I was younger, like at Applebee's. So like, yes, in theory, she should have like, I don't know, waved at you or smiled or acknowledged your presence or been like, I'll get right back with you. But she was also busy helping other customers. So is it really that big of a deal at the end of the day? No, it's not. So I said that to him and he was like, well, I guess we can go ahead and give it a try if that's what you want. And I was like, okay, let's just go back in. So we go in. She immediately greets us and seats us. So after we sat down, I was like, see, you were just being dramatic. And he was like, no, she only cared this time because you're a woman. And I was like, okay, a little bit of a kind like kind of a strange thing to say, but I'll just go with it. Anywho, we go on with our date. The service was amazing. She was very like hyper, like she came and checked on us a lot, but like I would rather take a hyper attentive server than someone who never came and checked on us and didn't give a shit, right? So at the end of the date, he says, yeah, we won't be coming back here again. First of all, who are you saying we won't be coming back here? Maybe you won't. I will. The fuck? The food was good. Anyway, I was like, why? And he was like, she talked too much. And I was like, ew, why are you being so picky? And he says, well, when I go out to eat, I am picky because I expect to be the most important person in the restaurant. Major red flag, major fucking red flag. Sorry for the language, but like what? Yes, I get it. You want a good experience when you go out to eat. But at this point, it was just OD. Like there are other people in that restaurant. It was giving me narcissist. It was giving me no one matters besides me. It was giving me everyone needs to wait on me. It was only like 7.30 p.m. at this point. So he asks if I want to go back to his condo. And I said, sure. I don't really believe in all those, oh, don't go to the house until like your third, fourth date. Don't kiss until blah, blah. Like all those made up rules are honestly just bullshit to me. And if you feel comfortable doing something, then you should do it. So I went. We get there. He pours us both glasses of wine. He sits on one couch and I sit on the other. He says, you sure you don't want to come to this couch? And I was like, yeah, I'm good. Like, let's just watch a movie. He puts a movie on. We watch for like 15 minutes before he gets up to get another glass. On his way back from getting a glass, he comes and sits on the couch next to me. And I was like, okay, calm down, buddy, but I'll let you go with it. Then he starts to cuddle with me. I honestly was fine with the cuddling. I love to cuddle, so that was not an issue for me. But I did tell him multiple times leading up to this day and multiple times that night I personally, my personal morals, I don't do anything sexual with someone unless we're either exclusive, dating, or something along those lines. At this point, this is only our second date. I knew he was still talking to other girls. I was still talking to other guys. I just, I wouldn't feel comfortable doing that. I don't believe there's anything wrong with doing that. But for me, it's just not something that I wanted to do, not a position I wanted to put myself in. 
But of course, he still tries to do stuff. And I was like, no, I'm okay. And he was like, all right. He continued to try to get me to do stuff with him for the next 45 minutes before I left. And let me be very clear. At no point did he sexually assault me. At no point was I worried about that happening. But as someone who in my past has been sexually assaulted, being pressured like that by someone made me extremely uncomfortable. And to me, honestly, that's one of the biggest red flags a man can give because if you tell him no, that you don't feel comfortable with something and he continues to try, that man has no respect for you, your feelings, or your body. The one and only thing he is worried about at that point is himself and getting himself off. So I was uncomfortable. I get up to leave and he was like, you can't stay the night. And I was like, no, I have a dog at home who I never, I've never left home alone overnight and I'm not about to start now. And he said like four times, she's just a dog though. Okay, major red flag. He then continues to go on and talk about, well, I know you're only 25, but like when you know when you're grown, when you're my age, sex just becomes more casual and it's just typically something you do when you go on dates. You typically stay the night. Like we're grown, we're not little kids anymore. Now this was the not, not the first time he had talked to me in a condescending manner because of my age, but it was the first time that I was really like, okay, what the fuck? You might be older than me, but you're not about to groom me. You're not about to manipulate me into doing what you want. Like, I'm not a weak woman. I will say no, and I will stick with that no. So I left kind of having like mixed emotions on the night. But besides the 5,678 red flags he had already shown me, I continued to talk to him. So more of the story, don't be like me. Be better than me, Okay. So the week goes on and we make plans for that Friday night, I think it was, for me to come back to his condo and just like chill and hang out. He, like I said, back in the beginning of the story, he had a kid. So he was going to have this kid night this night and he told me that he typically puts him down for bed at 7.30 so I could come over at that time. He told me he would text me when to leave. It was way, way too early for me to meet his son. I've also never dated anyone with a kid, so I didn't really think anything of it. So I was like, okay, works for me. So like I said, he told me he would text me when it was time for me to come and that he was going to put his son down at 7.30. It gets to be 9 p.m. and I still have not heard one word. I finally get a text from him at like 9 and it says, I, and I quote, you good? Question mark. What does that even mean? Am I good? Like, I was never bad, but you were supposed to text me an hour and a half ago. So I respond and say, yeah, I am good. I'm actually going to go to sleep though, so we should just hang out tomorrow. And let me be very clear on this. I was never mad at him for not texting me. I simply did not want to drive 30 minutes to his place at 9.30 p.m. like I was his booty call or something. I knew that I wasn't going to spend the night because I don't leave Lua overnight. So to me at that point, there was no point in me coming over. And I also didn't want to set this precedent for him that like our relationship, I was just going to drive over to him every single night late at night and just spend the night. Like I didn't want to set that precedent. I didn't want him to get that in his head. So he texts me back and says, you're ditching me, question mark, major red flag. I start to respond, and before I even had the chance to respond, he FaceTimes me and literally went off. Y'all, when I answered that FaceTime, I was astonished. I was expecting, like, maybe an apology for not texting me, maybe a a reason why he hadn't, or, like, something along those lines. But I actually got the complete opposite. For the next 10 minutes, he continues to tell me that I'm immature, I'm stubborn, I'm not flexible. It was my fault for not just texting him even though he told me that he would text me. Um, If I wanted to keep talking to him, I was going to have to grow up, like, all of this, like, psycho shit. And once again, he said, who cares about leaving your dog overnight? She's just a dog. 
at that point, I just want to get off the phone because I was like, okay, this is actually a borderline verbally abusive behavior. And I don't even know you like that yet. So I say, let's just hang out on Sunday. And we hung up. I get off the phone. I'm basically like, that really just happened. Like, I was never mad at him. I just didn't want to come over that late. And one thing about me is I'm never going to blow up somebody's phone. If you tell me you're going to text me, I will gladly wait until you text me, even if that means we never speak again, okay? So now I was pissed because of the fact that he just talked down to me in the most condescending of manners for like 10 minutes. He told me he would text me on Saturday for us to hang out. I went to bed, never heard a word from him from Saturday until the following Tuesday. At that point, I truly thought I was being ghosted and I honestly was fine with it because I was like, this dude, something is not right anyway. Tuesday comes around and he FaceTimes me out of the blue. I answer and he continues to act like nothing ever happened. Three days later, I tell him I'm I'm good. I don't think we should talk anymore. And he responds, well, I'm happy you were at least mature enough to give me a reason. Still talking down to me, still condescending. So after all that, I have a few takeaways for you guys that I'm sure you can relate back to something that's either already happened, is happening, or will happen at some point in your life. The first being this. Red flags will continue to escalate if you don't get out while you can. Like I said, this man was never physically abusive to me in any way, but honestly, to the bottom of my heart, I believe that if I would have stayed with him, that's probably where it would have went. He was so verbally abusive, so controlling, so narcissistic. I think that if I would have settled for him, if I ever tried to do something that he didn't like, it would have been the biggest blow up and it might have led to him getting physical with me. If you see a red flag, get out while you can. My second point is this. You do not owe anyone a second chance, any of your time, any explanation, any of that. Women especially, we always have a soft spot for people and we want to give those second chances. But most of the time, a second chance should never be needed because if that was your person, they would have got it right the first time. Like I said, that's not true for all situations, but it is true for most of them. You are not a bitch. You are not rude for standing up for yourself and knowing what you want and don't let someone tell you otherwise. Lastly, and I've said this before in previous episodes, but I cannot say it enough because it is so true. If something inside of you is telling you that something feels off or something is wrong, then it probably is. Women really were born with an amazing intuition and we are only doing ourselves a disservice when we choose to ignore it. So when you see those red flags or when your brain is telling you to run, you need to run. As always, thank you so much for tuning in this week. I will be back next Sunday for an episode all about dating apps. If you have any particular points that you want me to hit in the episode, please feel free to shoot me a DM. I love y'all and I hope you have the best week. XOXO, the queen.